Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. I'm Mike Kapler with Joel Brzezinski. Thanks for joining us for Growing in Grace. Do us a favor. Drop us a line sometime. Let us know you're out there listening. We appreciate the encouragement or any other comments that you have regarding our podcast of Growing in Grace and for sharing it with a friend. We also appreciate that. More and more people listening and downloading the program, and uh, that's a good thing. We're excited about it, so thank you. Joel, good to be with you again. Yes, indeed it is. It's always good, as we've talked about the last couple of weeks, to talk this stuff out. It really is. I think that there's life in community, and and there's a lot of life, and there's a lot of, I, I think a big part of the life that we have in Christ is not just keeping to ourselves and just growing in an understanding of, of head knowledge of stuff, but in community and in, and in talking this out with other people and, and living it out with other people. I, I can't remember the exact quote, but I heard recently somebody say something along the line that, that grace really is, is grace when it's lived out, when it's when it's between people. There's not really a way to have grace towards other people and in between you know in in a relationship unless there actually is a relationship and so this is one thing that we do cap you and i this is one way that we kind of get together to as you said last week you know sometimes even in the recording of our program you know something clicks it's like wow that was you know we we learn as as we talk these things out and as we meet together and it's not a legalistic type thing at all it's something that we love to do and hopefully uh, as uh, our listeners you know that our listenership has been picking up in in recent months to something that we never really would have ever expected. Hopefully, we're helping some people out there. As Cap, you and I just sit here and talk in this kind of a casual conversation every week. Yeah, if you're new, if you're new to our uh, podcast and religion just isn't your thing, you're not sure you're comfortable with it, then you've come to the right place. Uh, we, we do talk about the Bible and, and spiritual stuff and, and the gospel, and you may hear some. Uh, <laughs> Some phraseology that might be a little foreign to you if uh, religion isn't your thing. But I'll tell you what, we, we don't like religion. You're probably going to hear some things on this program, uh, either on past programs or programs to come, that are going to be almost the opposite of what you've been taught in church for, for many, many years. That's not to say that we're always right, but we're going to give you a perspective that you may not have heard before. And I, I hope you'll look into it because it, I think it's, I think it's, uh, as the old saying goes, Joel, to, to quote one of my favorite people of all time, you shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. <laughs> it does. Knowing the truth and really, truly believing it, we can have a lot of freedom from that simple word, uh, the truth. Well, you know, we've been we've been talking about rest and desire and motivation and all kinds of things, really, the last few weeks. And I said last week I would share uh, an email I got, and uh, I'll just share the first name here, uh, Kevin. Uh, he wrote, and this really does, a lot of what he says here highlights some of the things we've been talking about. And I just wanted to share it because I think that there are other people who maybe not to this extent are dealing with this and, and maybe to an even greater extent. Now, you know, we're all different, but... He writes, Dear Joel and anyone else you might share with, I realize you don't solicit prayer requests, but I'm asking you to pray for me. You seem to have received what I desperately need, Jesus and his rest. 
I have been a believer 30 years, always following the Lord, but illness and fear have gotten worse. He says he hasn't worked in 60 years. He's had problems with sleep apnea. He said, it's all hard on my poor family. He says, over the last six years, I've constantly prayed to enter the Sabbath rest and abundant life Jesus talks about. I've been led to read books like Hudson Taylor's Spiritual Secret, Andrew Murray's Abide in Christ. No improvement, he says. In March, I got a copy of Grace Walk by Steve McVeigh. Then I read Lifetime Guarantee by Bill Gillum. And I think these are all, this is me interjecting here, I think those are all great books to read, and, and I think they would do a lot of people a lot of help. Uh, anyway, he goes on to say, it is a real battle now. I hope there will be some cumulative effect on my emotions by studying grace materials because I am a wreck. And then I, I uh, send an email back to him, and uh, I won't read that because you and, not, you and I, Cap, will probably talk about a lot of the, what I would have said, what I said to him. And he and then he responded, thank you for praying for me, Joel. I want to come to Jesus and lay down burdens. I perceive a real battle. I have believed so many paralyzing lies and accusations. Well, he goes on. I think you get the gist of where, of where he's at. This this rest, this abundant life, this, this life that we have in Christ is somehow escaping him. Cap, uh, you know, based upon some of the things you uh, heard me read, what what are some of the thoughts you have? What might you you say uh, to Kevin, who's who's dealing with this this what he calls a battle, a, a real battle going on, wanting to lay down his burdens, wanting to enter into this rest, so to speak? Well, a lot of thoughts go through my mind, Joel, and um, I my heart goes out because I I don't think he's alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think there's a, a lot of people like him out there, and and we've all had our own struggles and our own. Uh, challenges that vary from person to person. I think, you know, reading books is is great because I, I've read books that have, have really helped change my thinking, and I, I recommend a lot of those books to people. I believe it was Steve McVeigh. I, I don't want to misquote him here, Joel, so i got to be careful. Take it with a grain of salt with me here, okay, because we're just talking off the cuff here like we usually do. But we don't even live our lives by the the Bible, uh, and I know that's going to be misunderstood if somebody shuts the program off right here and there. We we live our lives by the the life of Christ in us, mm-hmm. and so that's what we need to rely on. I I think the the real battle has already been won. Now, I I know we we go through battles, and I think in fact uh, a comment that Dr. James B. Richards has said that you and I have quoted a number of times, Joel, is that one of the greatest battles in this life that you will fight is the battle of identity, which is kind of the, the basis for our program here, the, the identity that you now have in Christ, gaining an understanding of that is going to help you in every other area of life. Every other battle that you will fight in this life is going to revolve around winning the, the battle of understanding your new identity in Christ. As you begin to understand and grow in that, the other battles are going to fall down one by one. But this this identity that we now have, much of it, it revolves around the new life of Christ in you. And that's what we will live by. And um, laying those burdens down, that, that's a, a great thing to do. And it's, you know, and then even, even saying that phrase, Joel, laying our burdens down, it, it sounds religious, it sounds right, 
and yet I, I can't sit here and tell everybody how to go about doing that except for, for some of what I just said. Yeah, you know, it's it's like we've said in recent weeks, there's really, there's no magical formula. The reality is, like you said, like you're saying about identity, the reality is, and this is the rock-solid truth of, of what already is true, is that through Christ and Christ alone, we have peace with God. We do have peace with God, and we have entered into his rest. <laughs> that is the eternal truth. That's the reality of what has happened to us spiritually. And sometimes our feelings and our thoughts, our emotions kind of contradict that, but that doesn't make it not the truth. <laughs> that doesn't change the truth of what, of what already is true. And so the battle is, and, and uh, I don't say this lightly, and, and maybe I should be careful how I say it, but I, well, I'll just say it. The, the the battle really is in the mind. It's really in whether we believe or don't believe the truth of what already is true. We already are in Christ. We already do have peace. By the blood of Jesus Christ, we have peace with God, not by anything that we do. If there was anything that we could do to have peace with God, it would be an awful lot. We just can't do it. And so we have peace with God. We have entered into the rest because of what Jesus Christ has done, and we've simply believed that. But I know that many of us, to varying degrees, have different backgrounds of the church, various degrees of religion and legalism that have kept us from experiencing the peace and the joy that really is ours in Christ. And so I know there's a lot of unlearning that we have to do of, of those lies and a lot of relearning of the truth. And that takes time. And really the truth, what you were talking about, Cap, and this is shocking to some people, but it's true. We don't live by the Bible. We do live by the life of Jesus Christ. In order to experience that, we've got to believe the truth of his life. It's already true. It's already true. But there's there's only so much that can be said, or there's so much that can be said about simply believing the truth and walking in that. Yeah. Um, I like how you said some of that, because there are still people uh, who haven't been able to rest spiritually in, in Christ. I'm talking about even believers here, right? Okay, so we understand each other. Uh, because they're, they're still out there somehow, in some way, shape, or form, directly or indirectly, they're out there pursuing the things that have already been provided for us, like what you were just talking about. Peace, for example. I mean, um, we now have peace with God. By by faith, we have peace with God, not not by efforts, actions, works, not by what we do or not by what we don't do. Um, you, you can't attain that on your on your own. It, it's been provided. It's already there. You don't have to pursue it anymore. You no longer have to pursue forgiveness from God anymore. Now, there's a biggie mm -hmm. because there's a lot of people walking around. One of the reasons why a lot of people can't rest today is because they're walking around feeling guilty all the time you know <laughs> they're just feeling guilty all the time they feel bad uh, and sometimes uh, there's not even a good reason for it other times i can understand where you, you you did the wrong thing and so forth but but even then joel even then there's still no there should be no guilt no condemnation god doesn't condemn you anymore he just says go on go in peace i still love you i'm still with you um, does he want to make you the best you can be? Sure. How's he going to do that? By you 
trusting in Him uh, because He lives in you and He wants to He wants to manifest Himself through you to a, to a dying world out there looking for some answers. So He can He can work through us, but the fact of the matter is, there's just a lot of people out there trying to attain, achieve, or pursue something uh, that has already been given to us, Joel. And you know, it, it, when over the last few weeks with what we talked about here in motivation and so forth, when I was uh, under a legalistic mindset, uh, I, I was always trying to do stuff uh, to get God to respond to me or to be pleased with me in some way. Uh, when I was dating my wife, Joel, I did things to try to make sure I could get her to love me. I wanted this girl to love me. After we got married and we entered into that relationship, I no longer pursued her in that way. I, I, the things that I was motivated to do with her and for her were because of love. Not, be, not to try to get her to love me, but because we loved each other. Yeah. In, in bottom line, I mean, I think that's a great way to end this one because that really is the bottom line is love. And we love. Why do we love, Cat? Well, do we love because we've we've been able to stir up love in our in and of ourselves, in our hearts, or does love come from a different place? Uh, maybe we can talk about that next week here on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.